Webfly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today are actually two guests, uh, Lindsay. Hello. And Daniel. Hi. But uh, today, we're talking about a personal favorite of mine, someone who is is uh, who makes me cry a lot because Aww. he's so sad and tragic. Uh, oh, dear. And he's also also happens to be in the shape of a trash panda. It's oh. Rucker Raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> so, so Rocker Raccoon, what, what's up? What's what's he? What you know? Okay, so he's a raccoon. He's Bradley Cooper. Um, he, he's Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> he has a friend named Groot, which is a tree. Uh, he's part of like the Star Lord kind of. Uh, part of marvel and he's an engineer he's super smart yeah you you pretty much got it but that is that's like 2000s version of him um so the guardians of the galaxy the at least Mm -hmm. the the team that people think of okay at least the current one that was made popular by the movie right was basically just a bunch of disparate barely used characters that were brought together so rocket didn't always have a friend with Groot. Wasn't always friends with Groot. Like Groot was like a character from the fifties that was like oh. a one-off monster character created by uh, by Jack Kirby, who doesn't even show up in these books because he was literally like a one-off character. Oh wow! He showed up in a book that I am one hundred percent need more money to buy. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was. In the seventies. By the way, I have a Patreon. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but yeah, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of um he it's Star Lord was around since the sixties. Gamora was around for a very long time. So it was hmm. Drax the Destroyer, but they were kind of just disparate people that were just brought together. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. So, so he had his own storyline then. Not really. Oh, okay. He he was he he was a character that was barely used up to a certain point. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was starting to show up a lot more because of um, Cosmic Marvel was becoming more of a thing in the seventies. Right, so. that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, let's get to him. Get, you want to know what his real name is? What's yes. his real name? It's it's Rocky Raccoon. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking his, hyped that. Oh, excuse me. You hyped that <laughs> one up too. Yeah. His his uh, occupation is interplanetary explorer. Oh. His legal status is former chief law officer of Half World. He has no other. He has no other aliases. He was born in Half World Keystone Quadrant Quadrant Star System. Also, ladies, gentlemen, in betweeners. He's also single. Ooh. <laughs> Available. <laughs> he has no known re- relatives, and you'll know soon why, because he's uh, just a sad, tragic character who makes oh. me cry a lot. Um, uh, he is a he's the cap he's the captain of the starship ship of the starship ship. ship. Yeah, and not ship, <laughs> and not and not the ship that shows up in uh in. The films. X Factor. Oh. X Factor. Okay. Who who is that's that's a different ship. But there is another okay. ship that's called ship. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
in his base of operations is formerly the cuckoo's nest half world and now on now he now he's in ship Mm-hmm. Kind of, it kind of makes me think of how we were talking earlier. Like I, we always remind our cats that they're cats. <laughs> so he first showed up in Marvel's Presents issue number seven in 1976. Oh, um, this is the first issue that Santana showed up in. And also, I'm going to show you the cover mm-hmm. because the cover is the reason why I need more money to buy. Oh, buy this series. <laughs> Um, like oh. this series, the Marvel, like it's a oh, super wow. pulpy covers. Yeah, yes. it is. Yes, it is, is. And like in this issue that, I, that this particular issue, the first uh, issue of Santana mm-hmm. shows up and also rocket. Um, it, it's like easily 70 bucks. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. It's so pulpy right now. <laughs> but, but like, I'll, I'll send you pictures of some of the other ones. But there's a, but the Marvel Presents has like some of the best covers. Mm. Um, in fact, I'll just send you I'll just send you the page where the, the like the, the page like one of them is just like Man God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, what? <laughs> some covers, I mean, a lot of covers are just so wonderful. I love comic art. Yeah. yeah so like I, I'm I can easily get I can easily get the first Moon Knight appearance. Um. Oh my God, these covers. It's whenever, like, the first Moon Knight was when he was a werewolf hunter instead of someone who is has a multiple personality disorder. Uh, oh. Currently there's, like, known as dissociative identity disorder. And also not portrayed well, but portrayed in a well, fun way, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but also Star-Lord. Star-Lord has multiple ones. Sherlock mm-hmm. Holmes. Uh, Punisher. Like, his first appearance was in here. Like, it's... It's so good. Wow. This man god cover is so pulpy. (laughs) (laughs) But like it's I love these. Yeah, I need I need them. I need them (laughs) in my life. I need Centuries ago, a group of humanoids settled the largest planet in the Keystone Quadrant star system. They built a complex to house and treat the insane. Oh. And recorded medical observations in the psychiatric diary. Oh wow. Um, when their funding was cut, they abandoned the project, but not before they created st- a staff of robots to provide the uh, provide for the humanoids. Mm. Uh, Convenient. They then separated <laughs> the quadrant from the rest of the galaxy for, with a impenetrable force field. Basically, they're just like, well, we don't have any money anymore. I guess I hope I hope these all these insane people love the cold embrace of these robots. Oh. <laughs> and the robots were called dum dums. When when a nearby star went nova, ensuing radiation gave sentience to the robots who quickly who quickly chafed at the illogic uh, illogic of the humanoids or the loonies. They got Johnnyfied basically, but by a star instead of a lightning bolt. I don't know that reference. What, what you don't know Johnny Five? You no. had never watched Short Circuit? Oh my god. It only has it only has one of the more racist uh, depictions <laughs> of Indian people. <laughs> <laughs> like how could you not watch it? Um, <laughs> is this with the robot and then Yeah, it's uh-huh. it's a robot it's a robot mm-hmm. who actually almost looks like a like an evolution of Wally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I feel but like it's, Wally it's... ripped off Johnny Five, honestly. <laughs> but well, anyway. I would I would say that Wally had more emotional resonance than Jurassic well, Circuit, but you know. Yeah. But uh, right. but yeah, Johnny Five got struck by lightning and then he became sentient and he was like a he was just a robot boy, just being a good robot boy. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and then Church Circuit Two involves the same thing, except he's trying to get his best friend in bed with in bed with uh, with another woman oh dear oh yeah it's johnny yeah, five's it's, like your wingman yeah johnny five <laughs> johnny five was wingman and heart like because it's like he realized his friend really liked this woman so he read up on all the books on how uh how to how to oh, get dear women God. and yeah. stuff and it's mm. a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of wacky hijinks ensue yeah <laughs> necessarily women like yeah. this <laughs> But yeah, so basically these robots are just like, why are these crazy people acting crazy? So basically they got tired of trying to work with them. So they're just like, hey, look at all these animals. Why don't we uh, give them intelligence and make (laughs) them be like the pets of these crazy people? So it's the robots ideas. Yeah, the robot, the robots are just like, I'm tired. (laughs) Have a dog. That'll make you feel better, right? Yeah. Have a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Have a mental health animal. Uh, they charge, yeah, they charge the animals with the patients' care and protection, and re- then relocated to the far side of the planet, where they proceeded to strip bare the the pl- basically their side through industrial endeavors, hmm. and they basically made a giant humanoid spacecraft called Chip. That was oh, and then so humanoid. half world, so half world become became half like a green oh, utopia, right, and half industrial, right, because of the robots half and then the the sentient animal half. Yeah, the animals continued to care for the humans, and the robots provided equipment, weapons, and parts for toys. Uh, the psychiatric diary left by the physicians, now known, now known in legends as the Shrinks. Mm-hmm. Huh. Became an indecipherable icon called the Gideon Bible. Uh, toys played an important part on Half World society as entertainment for the loonies. Because without toys, uh, the loonies would lapse into deep melancholy. So the animals made certain that nothing interrupted production. Two otters formed the first toy factory. Upon upon their death, it was taken over by the mole Ju- uh, Judson Jake, who established his headquarters in the Space Will space station, built by the tortoise Uncle Pico. Pico designed the toys, weapons, and an army of robot clowns, and the bat-like <laughs> drug killers. You, you need to have those. Those are necessary. Jake's first attempt to steal the Gideon... First attempt to steal the Gideon's Bible, to decipher its secrets and turn them into profit, was stopped by the Hulk, aiding oh. the half, mm-hmm. half-world's chief... Law Officer Ranger Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Ah, here we are. Yeah, the book was recovered, but not before Pico secretly translated and returned to return the Hulk to Earth. Jake's Mayhem Mechanic encountered the, its first competition uh, when the Serpentine Lord Divine. And by the way, all the eyes are wise. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh. By the divini- uh, uh, divinities, no, no, divinities. Of course, it'd be divinities. <laughs> there's, there's one eye, though. 
at the oh, end. Interesting. Divinity's Inc. enforced uh, Jake from the Space Will to retire underground to, and then a toy war ensued. Uh, they both coveted the otter Lila, uh, who was legally, who was the legal heir of the toy empire and romantically mm. involved with Rocket Raccoon. Oh. So you so may he- say, what's actually going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One one might say a lot of information was put down with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, there's almost none. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's just, it's just basically the Hulk at one point came to Half-World. It was just like, Hulk hate Puny Turtle, get book back. <laughs> and... And then, and then, like this, this snake thing decided to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna make toys." And then, and then the, and then the other people were just like, "No, we're gonna make toys." And then they had a war over it. <laughs> the war of the toy makers. Yeah. Was well, it the, the war of the toy makers or the war of the toys? Like, did, were the toys sentient? the toy wars? Toy the wars. toy wars. Yeah. The, the toys fight in the war. Because remember, they need to make the toys to keep the loonies. Yeah. yeah, by the way, there's a bunch of crazy people that they're... Oh, by the way, I'm not... I'm trying to... not. That's not the best way to say it. There's a lot of people who can't take care of themselves. They, they right. need the toys in order not to be depressed. Mm. Mm. Right. So, really, if you think about it, it's a war about making sure that a bunch of people are happy. So, I mean, like, that's better. Silver lining. Silver lining, I mean... <laughs> yeah. So, Rocket Raccoon opposed both Jake's and Divine and tried to end the war. Uh, the two... The, but then, like, they're just like, this This raccoon's so annoying, we're gonna join forces and try to kill him. But even as Pico joined Rocket, Pico, Lilia, or Lilla, and Rocket, and his first mate, Walrus, took the Gideon Bible to the robots, presented it to the head robot, and then they, uh, then they made a helmet. The Wonder Toy. That basically... <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Love this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's everywhere. <laughs> and then they made a helmet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so basically, they just handed them out to the loonies, and they basically just VR'd themselves to sanity. Wow. Yeah. As long as they had the helmet on. Oh. Um, Interesting. So the grateful humanoids began to plan for the future. And offered Rocket and the other animals and robots positions as assistants and entertainers. They were not interested in these roles. I wonder why. Maybe it's because right. they were your caretakers. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gear, but, uh, but they basically what happened after that is they just jumped on ship and started going to a bunch of places. One huh. of such worlds was Hela, Hela Il. Or Witch World, where Rocket met Prince, the Prince Wayfarer of Ikathon, and the two fought sorcerers and a bunch of rogue animals. And the outcome of the conflict is unknown. Hmm. Really, unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Probably the sorcerers won. Probably. Well, Rocket's (laughs) still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was, I mean, sorcerers versus animals. I don't know, like pets, previous pets, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Pets and caretakers. Pets and caretakers. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, 
Not a lot of information. I mean, not a lot of... Interesting, uh, yeah. Not information. A lot of information, all explanation, but right. pretty fun. Oh, the super one, fun. The one thread, like, holding it all together is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he is four foot tall. Uh, his weight is unknown because no one picked him up and weighed him. Oh. <laughs> He's <laughs> taller than I would have imagined. But you know what? He probably weighs as much as a toddler, probably. Mm. I'd say. I mean, mm. he is a little thick, like like one C thick, but like not, you know, one C thick. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sorry, you know, like thick, like T H I C, T H I C C. Ah, yeah, like one C thick, like you know, two C thick is it's like it's super like real thick. No, like thick. well, the, the real thick. thick is three C. No, th- oh. two two C thick is just like <laughs> like it's like damn. That person's thick, but like <laughs> yeah, three C yeah. thick is just like, like just like so we can't thick. even handle this thickness right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like the person like the person doesn't have a straight line on them; they're all curves. Wow. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, I'd say he probably weighs like fifty pounds. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, so he has uh, blue eyes and brown and white fur. fur. Um, he has the normal strength of a small human being and excellent physical condition condition and training. So basically, like, if a toddler was, like, real tough. <laughs> a real tough, a real tall toddler. <laughs> yeah, so he is, uh, he's not a human, but his abilities are more like uh, a raccoon. Mm. So he's got he has, opposable thumbs. So yeah, he well. First <laughs> off, he has thumbs, which makes him automatically better than most of the creatures on that yeah, planet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why he's the chief law officer or whatever. Better, better faculties than some of the other ones. <laughs> you can hold this gun without it falling out of your hand. Yeah, maybe you should be <laughs> you in get, charge of this. <laughs> yeah, you get a leadership position. <laughs> so um. So basically, he can like see better and smell better than humans. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, and also, he can like jump and run on all fours and stuff like that. Right. Also, he can like increase his speed by going on all fours. Yeah. He can and he can increase he he can increase my affection for him by just being mm. himself. Oh. Because <laughs> I love him so much. He's so great. Oh. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, basically he has a bunch of guns and stuff, and he can build stuff, and he can take robot stuff, and he has bombs and all that stuff. He becomes more of a cynical, cynical, just like, demolitions expert slash weapons expert mm-hmm. later on. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, yeah. But uh, one, thing, one thing I do want to talk about real quick, though, okay. is uh, in the news that, like, Telltale's going under, which oh. will went oh, under. Yeah. Which, which is both like a, like, oh no, but also like a, well, they also treated their employees really crappily. Like trash, yeah. yeah. I wonder how but, that, uh, that class action's doing, actually. My favorite, my favorite Telltale game was the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. where I inadvertently was so on Rocket Raccoon's side that in the last issue, Uh-oh. last episode, episode yeah. where, like, where you know, depending on how you treated people is how they how many would stay. It was just it was just Star Lord and Rocket Raccoon because I was so oh. in favor of him and everything. <laughs> 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 like even even Groot left me and I'm just like, what oh did God. I do wrong to you, Groot? 
And, and Groot like, is gone. It's like, the like, Groot, I treated you really well. Not as well as your best friend, who's now my best friend, apparently. Rip. But Stole your friend. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> but yeah, the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Telltale game is actually really good. Mm. And because because it's Marvel who was putting beside who like apparently Marvel let them spend a little bit more money on it too because mm-hmm. they have a lot mm-hmm. of really good music in it as well. Mm. Oh, cool. So I think it's interesting, but in the original story, he and Groot weren't uh, together at all. And so, do you know approximately when they paired them up? Uh, or was like the movies like a reboot? I guess. Oh uh, no, no, that was that. I think it was sometime in the two thousands. Let me look hmm. up the current. Like, was I can tell you what the movie like their first pair up. No, no, they oh, were okay. they were together for for a little bit because I know it was like it was in the two thousands because there was a person who really liked uh, Peter Quill, so basically they brought him back from the dead as a younger instead of like the gruff forty year old war veteran man he was beforehand. Well, so one of like if you want to just cry a lot while also being like you're such a good boy uh to Groot I would read the Groot miniseries from Secret Wars it's 2015 um it is really really good basically uh it shows like Groot it shows like the when Groot met uh and it has like one of the cutest scenes like friendship budding scenes ever yeah where it's just like Groot is just like hey i like you a lot basically Uh like and but like he could he couldn't understand him and then like slowly and like he just always sits beside him and in the because they're in the same uh prison together in the same Mm -hmm. uh cell Mm -hmm. and it was just them slowly just it shows over a page of just rocket like slowly sitting closer to him and everything and then like one day when they're talking and when he's trying to talk in the cells like you like like rocket just like responds to him and he's just like hmm wait wait i understand you (laughs) basically and like and then and then groot just like hugs him and everything and be like yeah yeah get over it friends but at the end but like the but the group miniseries is like basically rocket was stolen by someone and it was Groot just going across the entire galaxy trying to find his best friend oh wow <laughs> it's so good <laughs> i love stories like that yeah you know it's, it's not it's nice yeah yeah and it's and he just makes a bunch of friends along the way as well and like he basically makes his own friend a new friend group to help him find his best friend and like and like you know rocket who uh rocket who's like normally the bloodthirsty one has to talk him down basically at the mm. end because it's just like yo you jacked up my friend i'm gonna kill you but but yeah i would uh but yeah i would definitely read that i don't know if it, there's a trade paperback of it but you can definitely find it places cool so, so. secret wars groots miniseries yeah and it doesn't necessarily tie into any like time period or anything it's kind of out of continuity mm. it's just a story so yeah uh well, yeah what what's your plugs I am Daniel, and that is Lindsay, and we are 33% Pulp. We read Pulp Fiction novels with a guest host. We split it into thirds and then cover the book over three episodes, recapping the story to each other and to you, the listener. Um, On social media, you can reach us at uh, 33 underscore Pulp on Twitter. Our Instagram is at 33 Pulp, and our website is 33 
percentpulp.com. No, 33pulp.com. <laughs> yep. No percent. <laughs> no but... percent. Rip. Yeah. What else 33 did I miss? 33pulp.com. Yeah. There you go. So, um, I don't feel like doing my plugs right now, so listen to another episode. You can do it later? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I just won't do it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and the episode's done. <laughs> yep, okay. episode's done. So, uh, yeah, the, thank you so much for listening. And this has been Alphabet Flight. May Madcap show you how, tr- how truly meaningless life is. Bye. Bye. Bye.